0: Well, hello, Reapers. I hope that y'all are having a great day. I just wanted to take a second and let y'all know that season two is coming out October of 2022. For now, make sure that you go listen to Don't Get This Twisted podcast. I was honored enough to do an episode with them and I hope that you enjoy it. I have it here. You can also go to their podcast and check it out, but if you wanna listen here, you're more than welcome. I hope that you enjoy and make sure that you let them know the Reapers sent you. Bye, y'all.
1: And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, Tina. How you doing, Tina? i'm good rob how are you oh absolutely pleasant for this lovely morning it's a little tad bit warm but you know it's early you know how it is it is warm gotta love california weather although we're gonna talk to somebody who is in even hotter weather than we have or more humid i guess so Mm -hmm. um i ended up um having someone go to our instagram account and like our page so um she also has a podcast so i decided hey i'm gonna check this thing out because you know someone was nice enough to follow us so i'm going to do it as well so i went on and this young lady um does podcasts on real true crime and murders so um you know me being into horror movies and those said things i go on there and of course she has some cool ones on like i don't know if you know the guy who's the um, the background of the texas chainsaw massacre mr gene um yeah he was the guy who wanted to actually make suits out of human people so i that was the first one i listened to because i thought i gotta hear you know the the story of this one and it's a very interesting one so, um, I thought, Hey, I'm going to reach out to this young lady and see if she would like to come on and talk about for one, her podcast and of course, serial killers and our fascination with true crime in this country. So that I did, I reached out to her and she was nice enough to come on and her name is Lexi. She is from the ReaperReport.com and the Reaper report podcast. How are you doing, Lexi? Hi, I'm great. How
0: are y'all doing?
1: oh absolutely Welcome. great
0: thank you not, thank you so much for having me on
1: oh not a problem at all thank you
0: for being up with us
1: yeah, yeah i mean of it's not really you're it's, you've been up a little while she's been
0: yeah just just a little bit <laughs> just a like tad bit something here
1: <laughs> exactly because you're in, oh, that's you're, right you're, you're on the it's east nice, coast It's already
0: hot bailey's yes bailey's already mad we can't go outside mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're doing great
1: yeah that's super, that's super awesome afternoon so um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast.
0: All right. Well, um, my name is Lexi. I am from Houston, Texas, originally, and I moved to Florida last year. And over the last couple i years, I've, I've seen a lot of fascination with true crime and having I've had a stalker myself. I was in the Navy and I've seen a lot of. I don't know, just like a lot of people get crazy and you can think that they are just normal. They're your regular partner, coworker, whatever, but you have no idea what they're doing at night, what they're doing outside of work hours. Um, one of the cases I covered was Ted Bundy and Ann Rule did her whole book on him and it's just like they're right next to you. So uh Whenever I moved, part of the reason why I moved to Florida was because I did have a stalker, and I was like, "People need to be aware." Had I not been aware, had I not listened to True Crime, I probably would be in a trunk of a car or lost somewhere on the highway. So, yeah, it was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm very grateful that you know I paid attention. I do have my military background, so I do have a situational awareness, but just kind of other cues that you don't really think about in day-to-day life is just, it's really helpful. So I'm hoping that maybe I'll be able to help someone. And also if I'm able to help solve a case, that'll be absolutely amazing. So that's the goal. Very cool. Yeah.
1: And, and that's how you rolled into wanting to talk about it and do a podcast?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, <clears throat> my health has taken a pretty big toll. I am a, a certified surgical tech by trade. I got in the Navy. And I've done that for about eight years now. So I, um, I developed body tremors and I can't really hold my instruments anymore. So I've been home doing a lot of rehab and trying to figure out what's going to work. And I'm, I'm watching all these people on, I watch, uh, Mr. Bowen a lot and I'm like, I can do that. He's Navy. Come on. I can do it too. So I, I figured why not? My boyfriend tells me I have a nice voice. I have a lot of friends that tell me I have a nice voice, very personable and all this stuff. So figure why not? Let's give it a shot.
1: Yeah, it is. I also like hearing my voice too. So (laughs) at first I was a little hard on myself about hearing my own voice, and Tina was not. Yeah, I still don't like it. So
0: it's not so great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But it is when I mean for me, it's a little different because like Tina hears it one time sort of because we didn't listen to our own show for quite a while, or she didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear it literally the next day or the day after when I start editing it. So When you start hearing your voice over and over and over, it's like, uh, ah, now I'm a little bit. But I think Rob
2: sounds the same as he has since we were 16, 17. So it doesn't sound different to me, but I don't know who this person is when I'm listening.
0: (laughs) I, I can't understand that. I was the voice of that company at one point. And so I'd call and be like, thank you for calling so-and-so. And And it was just funny. I'd pick up and I'm like, that's me.
1: yeah when you're when you're the answering machine or you're the you're the entry to a thing it's very bizarre it's very bizarre
0: yeah
1: for me it was just deep voice welcome yeah welcome (laughs) and for me it's like it's that i feel like my voice is so deep that people are you know it's hard to understand me and all my friends are like you're fine just keep going
0: well it's it's very soothing well, thank it's you. Very soothing. So I have, uh, I do have hearing aids, so I did have to turn them up a little bit. But it's like your voice is very soothing. So it's like a good. This is perfect for you.
1: <laughs> oh, well, thank you.
0: So he's been doing this voice
2: since we were very young. Yes. Yeah, so so he's like,
0: he's practiced awesome.
2: it for years.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Were, were you in theater? Or
1: no. Well, no. I mean, I call pro wrestling theater, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't a, a theater geek or anything. I just like. um, I, th- I like trying to make people laugh, so I'm one of those people that'll make fun of myself to get a pop out of somebody. Same. Yeah, so yeah, and and I like doing voices like I'll do an English voice or or that kind of thing. I'll try to do an English accent and said things oh like God. that. So I
2: just I I'm not that. hearing the accent. He always
1: goes into this accent. I love it. at, so, at some point we're gonna we're, we're, we're talking a serious subject today. <laughs> Very,
2: serious. <laughs> Very serious. Very serious.
1: You know, she said Ted Bundy. I mean, this is a guy who did a lot of bad things to people. So before we get too deep into this, I'll uh, let's let's uh, do your socials. Do you have a Facebook? You have a Twitter? Okay, yes. I have Instagram.
0: Yes, I have all of them. Yeah. TikTok. Um, You can find us Mm -hmm. on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Amazon. I don't I'm not on Apple because that's just too much. And then um, I do have a website that you can just go to and Mm -hmm. everything is right there. If you don't want to go find everything, Um, correct. It's the reaper report.com and you just type it in and boom, I'm
1: there. Correct. I'm looking at, I'm looking at it right now. So it's very simple down at the bottom. You have all your, your buttons and you can just button your way on over to her and listen to her either way you'd like. So. Yeah. yeah. I just Googled you and you came up really easily. Yes, I'm yeah. number
0: three when you search Ed Kemper.
1: Oh, very nice. OK, that's it.
0: Yeah, so I was <laughs> so excited. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> you're like, you're like, cool. There's two websites about, uh, ahead of me about this crazy murder. And then they can listen to me talk about it.
0: Yes, I'm I'm almost there. Yeah,
1: there that, you go. that guy was a kook. That guy was super he, kooky. It's,
0: he's eligible for parole in two years.
1: Yeah, super kooky. Dude. Yeah, yeah. when you you want to make suits out of people there's yeah
0: Mm -mm, yeah well so I think I think Ed Gein's said Ed Gein was a suit guy Ed Kemper's the the one that had killed his mom he was a really tall one that had killed his mom
1: oh yeah yeah I listened to that one too yeah yeah he was
0: he was nuts i like his voice though or i like the way he's portrayed in mind hunter let me take that back
1: well you know it's funny because he's
0: my favorite in there
1: you you talk about voices and or like how people were ted bundy ted bundy like when this guy was on trial like women were like drooling over him because he was was like he he was nuts but he talked so well and he had like this Mm -hmm. very calm demeanor like and and it was bizarre when you start looking deep into these guys minds
0: yeah the they're the psychology of them is really nuts because if you just talk to somebody and have a nice conversation and you get them to let that barrier down you can do a lot you can do a lot of good you can do a lot of bad Mm -hmm. totally up to you
1: what do you think is like the fixation with that in this country like We have tons of shows on this. I
0: I think it's because, you know, we all think there's supposed to be a good and evil. And we can't imagine the ones that are like right next to us doing it. Like for Chris Watts, for example, I remember working at the hospital and everybody was going crazy. They're like, oh, my gosh, my friend dated him. Um, So and so knew him. We went to high school with him. And I was I was in Colorado at the time, and I actually met him at one of the summer parties because my ex at the time was working for the company. So I just I remember getting the chills from him and I was just like, all right, never mind, I'm just going to go over here. And it was I I, everybody was just talking about it and it was just something to talk about, because at the end of the day, we're all human and we love drama. We love gossip and we love to talk about stuff. Right. So if there is a way that we can connect ourselves to it as well,
2: all on it i find yeah, i uh, don't i uh, don't find any of that interesting i was listening to your no. podcast <laughs> and i was like hell no do i want to think about these people it, it, I'm, I'm in the house by myself going yeah i don't i don't like listening to this
1: but I, it, it was totally scary no but i think I that that's that's the flip that's the flip side of it though so mm-hmm. you you're interested in it from the from the side of it being this horrible horrible thing. Look, I, I don't listen to her podcast and go, "Oh, these guys are great." I I more yeah, look well, at them from the idea of like like she just said, Lexi was like, you know, they could literally be the person who lives next to you, and they're doing monstrously bad things, and then
2: well, see, and that's the stuff I'd rather not know because you know. <laughs> You Just know, there whiners. is bliss. <laughs> there is bliss in not knowing what your neighbor is doing. And I'm alone by myself a lot. You know, I'm I'm single and I'm I was out until I didn't get home till 1 30 last night. And I walked into a dark house. I didn't have the lights on or anything. And I had listened to your podcast yesterday. And I said, Why do I do that? Because now I'm walking <laughs> around kind of scared. Like trying to get in the house as quick as I could and if I didn't listen
0: to it I would walk around kind of
2: well just I'm sorry <laughs> not aware.
0: <laughs> well I do plan on adding like a couple like not so morbid podcasts and or sorry episodes just so it kind of lightens some things up. I do try to put some coffee videos out there like just for the promotion just to so, like oh look coffee it's great yeah um you know i don't i don't the same thing
2: <laughs> i don't mind that you do it i think there's definitely a reason for it and and you should know what's going on around you yeah. i just don't like to <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's okay and that's what's so great about this is that you can either skip it you can love it or you can just ignore it right but
2: once i started listening i couldn't stop listening and oh, and then sorry. the brain just goes
0: <laughs> what's that I said, I can catch you in sometimes. Oh no, you can, but
2: then I'm walking around afraid. Oh
0: no. See, don't
1: be afraid. (laughs) Yeah. I I (laughs) I think that uh, (laughs) I look at them from, from the learning standpoint, like you, you, you do have to understand that like there's a breaking point with people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You you know, you look at someone like Dahmer, right? So Mm -hmm. speaking of next door neighbors, like I remember watching after they caught him and they found I mean, God, he had like a human head in the refrigerator or the freezer. He had hands on the stove boiling. Oh. everyone that that they interviewed outside were like, you know, he was such a nice guy. Like he said hi to everybody, mm-hmm. and he was doing this. It's like he was also drilling holes in people's heads. Like I you mean,
2: know, just, I'm the type of person who will friend somebody like that. You know, I like people that don't talk, and I like people that you have to like kind of work to get in with i would be the dumbass that would befriend
0: somebody like that
1: yeah and that's See? that's the crazy thing like See? you don't that's, know
0: yeah yeah that's well that's part of the reason why like i had my issue with my soccer was because i was managing at a hospital in uh, massachusetts and they had hired some people and i've gotten a weird vibe ever since i've been young i've had like just whatever you want to call it. I've just gotten a feeling that somebody's either good or not good or a questionable. And when he came in, immediately I was like, why did you hire him? Why? And I'm like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, and he had lied about a couple things and my flags just started going off. I was like, it takes two seconds to get this, takes a couple seconds to get this. So things started escalating. And where we had worked, um, he had he had moved his station right next to my office. And he would just watch me to come out of the room, watch me to go in it. And then finally, he ended up blocking my doorway and he had stood right in front of it and was like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And thankfully, oh, no. my partner was in with me. Uh, he was also in the city as well. And he came out and he's like, what's going on? He's like, he freaked him out. But he followed me an hour and a half home. And yeah, had I no. not had my situational, situational awareness training. I would not have known because I usually I used to drive really fast and super crazy, but I'm a little better now. Um, And so I would switch lanes. And as I would switch lanes, I would notice he'd be behind me and he's switching lanes, too. And this is an hour and a half and the car is following me in the same lane. And so I called my friend. I was like, hey, can I come over? And thankfully, he came out with a his firearms and Mm -hmm. walked me inside and everything was nice and great. So at the time I didn't carry because I was crossing through state lines and new England's really crazy on gun laws. And I'm not trying to have any of that. Yes. So I was like, please help. And thankfully I, um, I talked to my director and my manager and they, well, my manager was really great about it, but my director pretty much told me I was hysterical and (sighs) we went to go file a police report and they told us that, he was hysterical as well or sorry that we were hysterical as well because he started doing it to four other girls in the department and yep and uh the police department kind of brushed it off and my hospital brushed it off so i would have to get police escorted out every day and finally i was like i can't do this i already have enough stress i have um my health started just getting worse i Dropped like 20 pounds from it just because I was sleeping in different hotels, trying to make sure that he didn't find me. He didn't know where I was at. Um, they had called me while I was on vacation and they told me that he was able to come back to work. And I like, thank you so much for picking him over me. I appreciate it. Wow. So that's uh, that's my lovely stalker story. Wow.
1: Yeah. And, you know, thankfully, you live in a state now that's a, a, a tad bit firearm friendly
0: yes very very firearm <laughs> yes
1: uh, because we live in a state that's not california is yeah, not no, um it's... not uh nice to people who want to have a firearm um I thankfully you should
0: come over here
1: thankfully i i'm right. I, I live in a county <laughs> i live in a county where um they're much better at giving them out so um oh. I was lucky enough to get a CCW, but now that the Supreme court might've fixed some things with, you know, letting people um, not have to have a reason because here in California for the longest time you had a reason to have one. So it was like, you know, self-defense
0: uh, isn't a good enough reason.
1: Unfortunately, not in this state because we live in a communist mm. state. So, um,
0: <laughs> love that. <laughs> love that for you.
1: Yeah. So, but I, um, I have friends who live also on the East Coast, and, um, uh, you know, it, it's it's a great thing to be able to carry a firearm because it's that one last thing that levels the playing field.
0: Yes, I so. I would agree, and I a lot of people harp on it. There's, um, I remember there was a nurse that I was working with here, and she was like, "I'd never have a fire, I'd never do it," and I'm like, "That's because you don't have any education on it. You don't understand." Mm-hmm what the purpose of it is once you have the education have the training practice safety that's like with everything i can i was terrified to drive but that's because i didn't know what to do or how to do it i didn't know how to drive a and i remember my dad uh, we were in a 1998 jeep wrangler and he was like all right shift boom and so i'm in there and then he had surprised me one day at two o'clock in the morning with a uh uh 2013 Veloster, and it was the manual and i was it was like two o'clock in the morning just gotten off my shift and i was like i don't remember how to drive this and it was great but it was just you know once you have the education and you know how to do it you can go forward and that's i definitely think firearms is such a big thing so we're definitely irresponsible with them but it's 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 a weird subject i i say everybody have a gun
1: <laughs> I, i'm very we
0: all do yeah
1: i'm i'm yeah. very much i'm very much a proponent of that mostly of women um and, and again i i kind of balance it out with most of my friends because like i'm a pretty big dude i'm i'm about 265 and i go to all my female friends and i'm like so do you think you could stop me and they and eyes get big and they're like uh, 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 and i go you can't like let's be honest like in yeah. most cases it's not you're not gonna be able to stop me. A nine millimeter is the greatest rape whistle in the world.
0: Yep. That <laughs> it, is very,
1: very true. It it's it it <laughs> stops it very quickly. It's either they run or they die. Period. Exactly. So I don't know. It's good it's and, uh, it's good. I'm I'm I've glad to hear that you people. that you're good with that. And I think that's a it's a it's yeah, something that needs I, I to be pressed. Very
0: important. Mm-hmm. I have um my boyfriend is uh we we go shooting or while well, we're sorry we're trying to go shooting a lot it's my health issues are preventing us. So it's been annoying but um we are the we sorry my brain is going a gazillion miles an hour I was a little nervous because he's from New England he's from Maryland <laughs> so I was like all right well this is this is gonna be a little rough but I like it because he has a lot of the same views that I do and he's like are you caring are you okay do you need anything like um do we need to go shooting do we need to go practicing and he's he knows that like i hold my own but he also is like still protective and i think that's very big and i i like for you that you're asking your friends like hey do you think and that's something making them aware because they're probably not aware that if they're ever put in that situation they can't do it
1: yeah mm-hmm. for sure it's
0: scary the first time i was put in that situation i was
1: terrified well and, and i think that's the thing you know with you know, kind of, you know, going back, you know, circling around back to your podcast, true crime. So, you know, until you realize the things that happened to these people that maybe could have been avoided, you know, like you, you, you know, you talk about like, the, I listened to the Ted Bundy one and, you know, he was like, Hey, can I carry your books? Yeah. Or, Hey, can I do this? Or, Hey, do you need a lift? It's like you, you, situation situation awareness is is a whole thing um i'm crazy about it like because i carry and when i walk through a parking lot i look at everyone i want to know who's around me what's going on where can i duck in and out like when i as soon as i sit in my car to go home every single day i first thing i do is i get in sit down lock the door and start it Yep. Period. That's
0: a beautiful practice. And And, I think everybody should do it. And if you do do that,
1: that, you're you're you have at least the car started. And if someone tries to open the door, it's locked. Then you can make the decision to run their ass over. (laughs) Or whatever you need to do to leave the situation. So to me, you know, I listened to the Bundy one and he he set these women up. It was like and they were small things because he used his being handsome (laughs) and he was, he was a good looking guy. So he used that as, as the bait. And then he was like using these small things to say, Hey, let's do this or let's do this. And then he was bashing people's heads in. It's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. I had, uh, I remember when I was dating, I ended up matching with a felon. I had no idea, no idea. I yeah. just he seems so nice. Um, he looks like the guy from Vampire Diaries. And I was like, oh, this is great. And super tall. It's great. I'm like five nothing. And so I'm just like, like perfect. And I meet him. we go on a couple dates, days. It's really nice. And then I was like, so what's your last name? Just curious. And of course, I Googled him. And then his mugshot came up he, oh, was, oh. he was convicted for like a couple things and i was like i can't talk to you anymore <laughs> i um i gotta go by so walked him off of everything and it was just it's crazy because you just you don't know they're like right next to you and mm-hmm. then things like that like dating apps they don't check for that and then there's um there was like the tinder the tinder swindler that I want to cover too because that was a guy that was um, getting money from all these women. Yeah. He was just like, "Oh, I need this." Somebody chasing me. It's people can do anything.
1: I haven't watched that yet, but I everyone I know who's watched it, it's like you have to see it because he was just railroading women for money and lots mm-hmm. of it, lots and lots of it.
2: Yeah, and he was getting it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. These yeah. women were just like handing over money to this dude.
0: And, and I think a lot of it, too, is like if you need attention or if you if you're seeking attention or validation or something like that. So they were essentially paying him to care about them. Yeah. And I have also been there before because when I had gotten out of the military, I had met this guy and we ended up getting together and he was very horrible to me. But he made it seem that I was you know, he would he would give me that validation. But he. Got a lot of money out of me and he ended up being very abusive. And so when the Brian, uh, Brian Langer and Gabby Petito case came out, I couldn't really watch it cause it was just really triggering for me. Cause I was like, she's, I, I knew she was dead. I knew it. And had I not gotten out of my situation, I'd be dead too. So I feel like I've escaped death a couple of times, <laughs> just a few.
1: Let's well, I mean, it, it's kind of good so. to know that you, the situation that you were have been in, um for for your shows like do you do you plan like do you bring the people send you shit and you and you kind of look it up and and filter your shows out and do all the research because like for us we kind of are hit and miss me and tina will will have shows that we know we're going to do and then some we do literally the day of i'm like hey what do you want to talk about see i
0: like that um for me I have, um, I'm, I'm a Virgo, so I'm organized and I've got whiteboards all throughout my place. I turned my second room into a little office slash gym and I have all the things that I want to cover and what I'm interested in and haven't seen it. And then I have a couple of friends who have sent in requests, but I'm still pretty new. So nobody's really sending any, any, anything in yet. So I'm trying, we're getting there, but sometimes I just like, I want to talk about this. Like I was, uh, I did a, Coffee video and I talked about the collar bomb
1: heist and I was like, oh, okay, let me go research the collar bomb heist. Okay, yeah, because like for me, it's it. I have um, I, we have a list of like things that people have thrown at us and and yeah, we'll we'll go with them. So so when you do the research, I'm assuming you know, obviously, a lot of these cases have long histories. Um, yes. and because I was the first time I listened to your podcast, I was like it was short. I was like, Oh cool. It was like 15 minutes. Like I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. For me, um, I was more like, I want a little more information. Like I was like, yes, like you probably could have went, (laughs) you probably could have went about, you know, 20 or 25 minutes. And again, I think that's just me because I have a 30 minute drive to work every day. So for me, it was like, I ended up getting two in, you know, in my drive. Okay. But um, it, it's interesting that I think that you hit some of the key, you know, some of the key moments, and, and I can see for at least for me, I, that's how I see your show. It's like, because obviously, like Ted Bundy didn't just kill a few people, you know, like yeah,
0: it was like thirty, <laughs> yeah. or something.
1: But but you <laughs> you, you really went with the ones that were kind of well. I, did you go for the ones that were only in Florida?
0: Um, I think some of them were in Florida, but to me, they were the most notable because they were really presented in the case. And they were really that's what really got him. Well, yeah, so as even though he had tried to, like, you know, represent himself and be like, that wasn't me. It was those bite marks right there.
1: And it was funny because I was telling Tina before um, you came on about the Ted Bundy thing. And, you know, he killed people all over the country, but Florida is the one that got him executed. Mm-hmm. Because if he would have yeah. got if he would have got some of the other Florida. states, if they would have got him first, he would have lived. Yep. But he would have lived
0: here for sure.
1: Yeah. 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 If it was California, yeah. he'd, <laughs> he'd still be on death row. Yeah. He'd
0: mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. He'd, you know what? He'd probably be walking around in the streets. Yeah.
1: yeah. If not, he'd be a star I mean, because they'd, how- they'd have him on TV all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, um, what was it? Gacy was on a, a cooking show while he was in prison.
1: Yeah. Oh, Gacy. That's, have, you, you, done, have he you, you been
0: convicted. They were like, oh, no, I'm so serious. He had <clears throat> after he had been in, he became the head chef. He was very charismatic and he was uh, he tried to get into politics before. And so he had pretty much worked his way up the ranks in the jail and beca- or got on the cooking show.
1: Have you oh, done one on him?
0: Everybody loved him um i have i want to say that was number six or seven i'm gonna
1: have to look that one up i think
0: that was it was number six because kemper's seven
1: yeah gacy's another nut job he was just yeah (laughs) this is i
0: always wonder if they like look at other other ones because one thing that um ed kemper had said in his interviews is that you're only uh you're only learning from the ones that you caught so imagine how many of them are actually operating right now. There was, and, and I'm in Fort Myers, Florida. So I had never, I don't know. I don't know anything about this place whenever I got here. And then I heard about the Fort Myers eight and I'm like, I got to do that one. Right. And so a whole bunch of bodies dumped literally right down the street from where I live. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Have you done Scott Peterson yet? Yeah. Uh, not yet. Scott Peterson might be one right. you put on the whiteboard. Cause I know that that's kind of, that was such a high profile case here, you know, with obviously with her being pregnant and then washing up on the shore and that's, and and,
0: and that was in California.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was up North. I think it was in San Francisco area up in the Bay. Yeah. It was uh Lacey nice. Peterson was the the woman and he was the one that said he didn't do it. And, and they found concrete, and he, he did all kinds of crazy you shit. You know
0: what? That sounds that sounds a little bit more familiar. Was that like in um, early two thousands?
1: I think so. I want
0: to say so. Early yeah. Tens. Okay.
1: Yeah, Scott okay, Peterson I was didn't a care about anything, a, and he was another one that was like um, very super
2: charismatic. He was yeah. beautiful,
1: good-looking man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I, uh,
0: I think um, the interviews are always really interesting. Whenever they talk about, um, or or whenever they're saying or uh, talking about, oh, I want them back. I want them to come home. I miss them. Yep. I hope they're okay. Like Chris Watts interview. Mm
1: -mm. Yeah. Well, I think that's with a lot of them, obviously, because they're trying to get away with it. Uh, So Scott Peterson. Just so you know, that was in two thousand two. And it was it was in Modesto it was okay. it was in Northern California it was a huge case he was the one where like they found him and he dyed his hair like when they find him he had like bleach blonde hair and looked nothing like a girlfriend oh. yeah. yeah okay I
0: gotta look into that because yeah. the only the Peterson I know is uh, Michael Peterson the staircase
1: Ooh, I don't know, you know that one that? Uh-uh.
0: Mm-mm. okay it's on HBO it's really really good uh-huh. it's um. Basically, the um, this guy is accused of killing his wife, but uh, she fell down the stairs, and people think he did it. People think an owl did it. Freak accident. Nobody knows. Uh-huh. So the whole thing is about trying to get him um, exonerated. So, oops. so it's it's really good. Definitely check it out.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that you know, obviously, you know, you you go down the line of all these crazy people that. That did horrible, horrible things. And then you have someone like Charlie Manson, who theoretically never put his yeah, hands on anyone.
0: It. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? Like, or, or, um, who's the Kool Aid man? The guy who gave, uh,
0: um,
1: oh, what the hell was his name? <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the guy who poisoned a bazillion, you know, like 900 people.
0: That, uh, the Tylenol guy
1: yeah you know who I'm talking about right the the one who uh wow. I'm trying to think about me too and I know his name it's i
2: um wasn't there over like a hundred people
1: no it was like it was like nine hundred people I think
0: was it really they
1: were on man? an island
0: was that in Jonestown
1: there you go yeah uh the
0: Jonestown massacre yeah
1: that's another one you should look up this guy was like he was like a cult leader. And, and like literally he put cyanide in, in Kool-Aid and handed it out to everybody. And then whoever didn't drink it, they killed
0: Jim Jones, Jim
1: Jones. There you go. Jim Jones, Kool-Aid man. That's talk about, I mean, it's
0: nuts. Oh, and American horror story did a episode on it.
1: it. It's, it's a crazy story. Like, and, and literally these people, if you didn't drink it, they killed you. They were all leaving. They were all <laughs> like
0: you're dying either way. You're dying either Sorry, way. Bye. So
1: you can either have yourself a cup of Kool-Aid or we're gonna kill you. It's like whoa. And <laughs> how do you want to die? Exactly. Like, and I think that like there's a couple other things that you may be able to look up too. Like um, uh, you remember, uh, see so you're a little bit younger than us, but I remember remember Tina down in San Diego with the with the people who thought the the aliens were coming and they all had Nike shoes on
0: yes you know about that one i know a little bit about it It, but not much
1: it was another cult though they did the same thing they all thought the 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 aliens were coming to get them on this certain day and they all took something and they found them there was like nine or 12 of them in a house in san diego
0: um that wasn't the one where they had the um goggles on there's another one that's kind of like that and they're not sure they they found them and they just had uh these weird glasses on, they were just laying around in like a weird circle.
1: Yeah. So like to me, that's it's just creepy. as that's just as serial killery. You know, like to me, like you look at like mostly Jim Jones. I mean, how you got people to to drink it like it was no big deal yeah. is is one thing. Obviously, that that kind of shows you that the human mind is is so fragile. Like you can you can really press people or get them going in a certain direction just by being Absolutely. charismatic.
0: Yeah. And that's why like cults are so, um, so appealing. And I think uh, one of the biggest churches in Houston, um, Joel Olstein, had been, uh, he shut his doors during the hurricane. And that way to me, it was so frustrating because you've got guys like Mattress Mac who will, he opened his doors. He's like, guys, come on, come lay on, All of our stuff will take care of you. And it's just so crazy where you have you can speak to somebody and you can convince them. And still, he did that. He shut his doors to the public and people are still coming to go see him just because of the way that he speaks. Yep. And Mm -hmm. I, I think that's just so crazy. So if you can talk to somebody, you can you
1: can take over the world if you do it right. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Germany. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Seriously, I mean, you know, people hate to hear the H word, but if you drop Hitler's name, the bottom line is is this guy took a country that's a dot literally in in Europe and made it a powerhouse. If he would have just stopped fucking with England and stopped fucking with Russia, that would still all be Germany. That's That's, that's all he had to do. Well, and stop murdering people like, you know.
0: Well, yeah, I I would appreciate that. My uh, my boyfriend's actually German, so it was interesting because he has a lot of a lot of history books and i'm just so amazed like i'm still trying to dive into it because i there's so much but it's just it's all speaking and a lot of people are just you get one person to follow you you another person you bring somebody else that's why mlms are so freaking amazing Mm -hmm. or not amazing but like you know they're so popular
1: for sure it's and, and I think going back to, you know, we'll, we'll go right back to your podcast again, but that all these generally, all these killers have done that same thing. They're either talkers, manipulators, um, you know, they, 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 they prey on either the weak or a fragile mind, or like you said, someone who wants acceptance so much, Mm -hmm. Or or there's just the crazy one who literally just picks someone random and murders them.
0: Like the Stalker, Richard Ramirez. The
2: Night Stalker scared the crap out of everybody here because this is where he was from. I was going to bring him up. Yeah. You couldn't keep your windows open. You couldn't have a door open. He actually went after a few people that my dad had worked with and... He really scared the crap out of everybody around here.
1: Yep.
0: That is so.
1: It it was bleh. huge. It, you know, you. It was huge here. You, yeah. I, you probably weren't even born yet, I'm assuming.
0: Uh, no. I was born in 93.
1: Okay. So that was, I think, 88 or 87.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. You know, it it's nice. funny because speaking of Ramirez, he. He. um he killed a few people here and there and they were in low income or whatever. And no one gave a shit. And then he killed someone in in a white neighborhood and everything hit the fan because then it became real that he was in your town. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, you start looking into that one and, and obviously bonkers. He definitely was a bonkers dude. Um, I think a lot of the, you know, I I'm not. I listen to a lot of different music. I listen to like Norwegian black metal and all kinds of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So when when I when I see Satanists, I I kind of I most of it to me is like ha funny. Just it's like okay look, yeah. But you know, he obviously w- had a way of speaking. His interviews, if you look up his interviews, are very methodical. He he knows what he's saying. Yeah. He's waiting to get a pop out of the guy. He's waiting for him to, you know, raise the level of intensity of what he said to him about, you know, Oh, I'm into this or it's the devil or this or that, you know, and, but he did some crazy shit. Like he, I think then he ended up sending eyes to somebody. I think he,
0: um, I think so. Yeah. I want to say he sent, um, he sent somebody a box of items.
1: Yeah. Of, but human. I haven't,
0: I haven't dug into him yet.
1: That's a, oh, that's going to, that'll be a 40 minute podcast. There's so much yeah, shit. Yeah, I know.
0: So I, I, so, you know, which I am trying to make them longer. My little sister was like, sissy, are you serious right now? Why are these so short? I was like, I'm working on it. Well, when I made my initial ones, I had, when I moved here, uh, there wasn't any housing available. So I was hanging out in the extended hotels. And so I was like, all right, let me just keep myself from all the crackheads that are outside and just <laughs> let me do this. So they're shorter, but now they're definitely getting a lot longer. Like the collar bomb heist is hopefully like forty-ish minutes.
1: Oh wow, that's a long one. Okay, so, cool. Because
0: there's a there's a lot that goes on in that one.
1: Yeah, they're like I think as you as you move on with this, they're going to become deeper dives. Like, mm-hmm. or you could do two 20 twenty-minute episodes, or you know, just you know, go back to back and have part one and part two. Um, because some of them are deep, but like like I said, Ted Bundy, your Ted Bundy one could have been three shows because he did so I, I much think I'm shit. I'm
0: definitely going to redo
1: that one. Um, but I, I, I do agree with what you said. You know, you, you got the ones that really kind of got him caught and the ones who mm-hmm. kind of put him away, which to me is, is just as entertaining. You're, you're hitting the more points of interest. And I think that our listeners, you know, hopefully they're going to go and check out your podcast and kind of, So they kind of understand what they're getting into that, that the the human mind is, is fragile for these people. But, you know, I I like that you don't glorify them. You're you're not glorifying these people. You're just telling the story of like, Hey, this is, this is what happened. And maybe even things to look out for, because I think that, that, um, you, you have to, to be careful with what you say. And I think that you actually do a great job at it.
0: Well, in my, um, my background in surgery, I used to do a lot of organ procurements. And so my nickname became the reaper because I would get called in to do them, even though there's another team, but I just, I felt, you know, I'm the last person that interacts with the body before they depart, wherever they go. And you can take that as spiritual, whatever you can dig into it. I don't care, sure. but I'm, I'm the last person that's kind of helping them get past this next stage. And I, you have to be so respectful but you also don't get to choose who you work on you just have to do the job so the reaper the grim reaper is black and white when it's your time it's your time and it's either it's you don't get to negotiate this is it and so that's what that's why i named it the reaper report and um my dad got me all my stuff and it's like the reaper he's so on it and so i just i kind of dove into it and i i just think you know this is this is reality this is real life it's you know you're not sugarcoating it and tina i know you said that you you don't like it and or you don't like hearing about stuff like that and my mom's the same way she doesn't like hearing about it but there are um and i definitely get that because it's scary like this shit is scary it is. <laughs> and it is i i have sometimes i'm like okay Bailey let's go for a walk let's go see the sun (laughs) and it's um I I think just having like knowing what's really out there is just so important and but I get nervous though because sometimes exposing it can make people glorify them like there are while I was doing research there's still Ted Bundy fan pages Ed Kemper fan pages um I don't know. To me, that's just nuts. Like he, It just uh, blows girl, my like, mind that people married. would want to be
2: a fan on a page with somebody that was a
0: killer. Yeah, doesn't make like it's, sense to it's me. horrible. And it's also interesting to see all those real live, real live true crime that's happening right now. Like we're seeing more things being streamed um, live, more things on YouTube, um, like the Parkland shooters on right now. And I uh, am waiting to do that case until everything finishes because there's just, there's so much. And like my sister's at school and I'm so nervous. And so sometimes I can't watch stuff like that because I'm ready to go fly back and go beat up everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a, um, I know there's <laughs> there, there was one too. I forgot when it was a couple few years ago. Um, guy walked into, I want to say a mosque and he was live streaming it. And, mm-hmm. And my son saw it. Um, I have an older son; he'll be twenty in December. Um, who's was raised on firearms and Call of Duty, and he actually saw. It. I never saw it because by the time I got home, they had you know everyone took it off of everything. But he watched it, yeah. and and it was weird to, to hear him kind of talk about it. He said that it it literally looked like Call of Duty, how mm-hmm. it was filmed. It's- you saw people's hands, and it was like a first person shooter and to, to again, dive into someone's mind like that. You're right. We're, we're seeing killers do things live in person. And it's a, it's a scary thought, but again, I think it's something that we have to learn from that. You have to understand that, that you're, you're only as safe as you think you are. The police aren't coming to save you. They're just not exactly um
0: exactly you you have to protect yourself
1: you're the last line of your defense you are Mm -hmm. and i want uh i want everyone out there to know that it's that you know please be safe out there i highly
0: recommend taking a self-defense class
1: oh totally
0: it's absolutely Absolutely. especially if you're a woman practice oh my Mm -hmm. gosh please and even even guys too and so i know there's like there's a a lot of stuff going out in the world. A lot of people are being a bit more vulnerable. Um, and I think that having the, definitely having the background, having the knowledge, how to either disarm somebody that has a firearm or disarm them enough to where you can get away. Mm -hmm. So important. So important. Mm -hmm. My dad growing up, he would, um, my dad was in the air force and he would practice things with me and he teaches my sister the same thing. And it's, it's amazing. And so we'll like, we'll wrestle around and it's, cool to see that she's you know able to actually defend herself and i remember going through my navy training and afterwards i I was such a diva before i joined the military i was such a diva so bad and (laughs) i remember after i was like come at me bro i got this i got this and it's it's very a a very empowering feeling you get as well
1: yeah and and that's a good thing i think there's nothing wrong with having confidence you know (laughs) The confidence in your surroundings is great. Um, if you're walking out of a store, like I said, I, I usually walk with. I look at everybody because I want to know who, why, where, and when. Because I want to get home every night. So, and and yep. I prefer not to be on your show other than an interview.
0: Mm-hmm. I prefer that as well. Yeah, I,
1: I don't. <laughs> I, don't uh, I don't want my my cold case being on uh, the Reaver Report.
0: I. <laughs> Listen, we only do hot cases I'm just kidding.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good that's really good um so uh let's uh throw out your your uh socials again so all these people can find you uh let's see um, so
0: you guys can all find me mm-hmm. on the uh the reaper um you can also just type in the reaper.report on any browser hit enter and boom i'm right there on that page you go down to the bottom all my socials are right there or you can pretty much type in the reaper report on any platform and you can find me
1: awesome yeah they can find you on facebook twitter instagram tiktok anchor youtube and spotify look at you you're like
0: yes all the goods you're
1: you got all the goods man Uh, i i i want to do twitter I, I I i just can't
0: twitter's hard i just um i accidentally tweeted at the fbi earlier but you know what it's already on there so i'll see what happens hey dad
1: yeah Um, yeah they'll so
0: you know (laughs)
1: just remember you 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 don't let them in without a warrant um
0: (laughs) i I know know my rights
1: (laughs) for sure well thank you very much lexi for coming on it it was a lot of fun i'm glad
0: you came out
1: and uh thank
0: you me
1: as well we will um hopefully uh
0: i'm gonna have you all on soon
1: sure tell me when
0: okay yeah Yeah. We'll
1: we'll definitely come on and, and and talk more stuff we uh we enjoy uh hearing our own voices
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> what well, you that's do i we'll
0: do <laughs> it's okay <laughs> tina it's fine you'll you'll learn to love it i promise we'll make it happen <laughs> i don't know we're like 50 episodes in and i'm okay to not hear myself <laughs>
1: okay. there,
0: there are some people that go like 600 and then they're fine with it so you know that's it's that. yeah. very
1: true there's and no timeline. I can come on this and I can. Be, That's true. I can come on and be the guy that has the uh, the undercover voice. I'll be like, uh, "Listen, I never did
0: anything. Yes, please. <laughs>
1: uh, that is,
0: oh, I should get one of those. That's awesome. It's deeper. yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> no, the, the, those are the people where you have to blur the blur the face out the, so the they face they, and they, everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, so you can't recognize years. them. <laughs> so well thank you so much for coming on i think it was a lot of fun and we'd love to have you on and you can come on and talk about other other things other than stiff people
0: oh perfect yes i will and um my boyfriend's like obsessed with birds and well, not obsessed but he really likes them so he could tell you guys a whole bunch of cool facts about birds
1: birds we can have a bird show tina Look at that. See, we have
0: a, i I don't know crap about birds and then they crap on my car.
1: Yeah, me too. I didn't
0: like they talk to each other so well. So it's really neat. So mm-hmm. let me go convince them to get on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Again, we're we're always looking for people. And speaking of that, we'll we'll sell you where you can hear us. You can hear us on yes. uh Spotify and Apple and Amazon and Google and iHeartRadio and all that fun stuff. You can find us on Facebook. And Instagram and I have Twitter, but I really have an issue with it. It's it doesn't seem like it it's does. Anything. You're just there
0: on Twitter. It's
1: okay. Yeah, we're just floating around on Twitter. But um, yes, come back soon. It's the Reaper it, Her name is Lexi. She's super cool. And um, yeah, we'll uh, see you in a week. And remember, this is an opinion show. So don't get it twisted. Just have some fun and uh, come back every Wednesday and listen to us tina it's been fun as always thanks for coming Absolutely. in and having fun lexi as well and we'll see you on another show all right, all right.
0: thank you tina thank you rob all right guys Have a great
1: day. all right bye thanks